0: Are you an insider? Subscribe to FC Insiders today to receive full, unedited interviews, news, rumors, exclusive content, and more. Join FC Insiders at futurecommerce.fm. Future Commerce is brought to you by .mailer. DotMailer is faster, smarter, and better email marketing automation. DotMailer is trusted by thousands of leading brands around the world. You can start your free trial today at dotmailer.com slash futurecommerce. And be sure to use the offer code futurecommerce for 20% off applicable DotMailer packages. Welcome to Future Commerce, the podcast about cutting edge and next generation commerce rated as one of Forbes top six tech podcasts worth your time. I'm Philip and I'm Brian and I, I, I love when we say that Forbes Forbes had a, a lot of nice things to say about us. <laughs> yes. I'm so sorry. I, I can't I can't but help but, uh toot our own horn. Okay. Anyway. So uh, yeah, thank you for listening. And we want you to never miss an episode. And the best way you can do that is to sign up for FC Insiders, our weekly newsletter about what's new and what's next in retail. And uh, we've got a bunch of exclusive content coming your way really soon over there. So check it out at futurecommerce.fm. Brian, what are we talking about today? Today is a,
1: is a fun roundup of, of other sources of news and, and
0: podcasts
1: and... Um influencers in the e commerce space
0: very excited yeah. about this I, I we sort of got this idea because uh uh recently uh over on uh i think Carrie masters right over at bob sled marketing rated us as one of the top five uh podcasts for consumer brands. And in that roundup, you know, it was kind of an honor to be featured alongside a bunch of people that I listen to. Uh, but what she had said about us was that when she listens to Future Commerce, it makes her feel smarter. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's so cool. Like, I, I love that's a great compliment. Thank you. But when I listen to these podcasts, I feel smarter. And, uh, and so these are people, our contemporaries in the industry. And if you're not listening to these shows, uh, always listen to us first. Do us the favor of always <laughs> listening to us first, okay? But you should also be checking these folks out. It's actually, uh, it's it's pretty insightful when you when you listen to some of the themes that come up over and over again, especially on a couple of these that they sound a lot like us. Yeah. No, this is. I mean, there's
1: some great content out there, and I think it's really great to call attention to it because it's worth your time. It's where, you know. Some of this stuff is absolutely insightful. So highly it. Yeah,
0: yeah. So so we're going to jump into it here today. And uh, maybe you have some uh, retail publications or some retail tech publications, some podcasts, some maybe some YouTube channels, something that uh, you listen to or watch or read that make you feel smarter. And so we'd love for you uh, to jump on over to futurecommerce.fm uh, and scroll down to the discuss comment box and uh, let us know about the types of things that you're listening to. How are you staying up to date on uh, retail tech and uh, in-commerce. But uh, without any further ado, let's jump right in because this is, uh, we got a lot of really smart people uh, that we want to introduce you to.
1: Yeah. Let's kick it off with Jason and Scott. Jason and Scott. <laughs> We're big fans. We've been on their show. They've been on our show, two-part series. We talked about it a couple of times. They are two industry experts, uh, longtime experts that uh, got together to form a podcast um Jason Goldberg has really, he's been around in the industry, kind of in the upmarket ends. He's SVP of commerce and content practice at Razorfish. He's been doing his own commentary on the retail industry via retailgeek.com for a long time. He's, he's pretty well known. I mean, if you don't know Jason Goldberg, then you probably haven't listened to much content about or read much content about.
0: Yeah, uh, e-commerce they're, industry. <laughs> they're hard to miss these two. Uh, but I, I would say they also do an exceptional job, uh, both with, you know, both of them being involved in the National Retail Federation, right? And yes. uh, and uh, the, the IRCE, uh, uh, yeah, the Internet Retailer, uh, you know, directorship and some of their influence they have there. So they've been around a long time and uh, they both, you know, obviously were with very, were and are with very, uh prominent organizations that enable retailers. Well, I mean, Scott started uh channel advisor, right? He's a
1: CEO <laughs> and founder. So that's I mean, it's just that, right? Um, yeah. You know also- you've
0: made it when you when you started <laughs> the thing that people say is so ubiquitous that they start to loathe. It's like, oh channel advisor. And I'm like, gosh, I wish people would say that kind of stuff about me. <laughs> oh, Philip, oh you know, future <laughs> commerce, Ugh, those guys.
1: What I love about Scott too is that he, you know, he didn't just stay with Channel Advisor. He just went off and he, and he yeah. started get spiffy, spiffy, which is um, it basically, uh, you know, and on the, on the spot, um, on site, car washing and, and and minimal maintenance service yeah really
0: really really smart
1: super smart super smart super innovative I love that idea actually
0: speaking of smart and innovative we have a clip from uh, their show uh, and uh, I just with zero context we'll get into it but uh, they're talking here uh, about the Xbox connect and uh, and sort of the the future technology uh, getting applied into phones let's check it out
2: a 3d camera with in, infrared uh distance measuring that was out there and so there were tons of little niche applications that hacked some solution using that those microsoft connect cameras so there's lots of these like 3d body scanners that you could potentially use for like uploading your avatar to your favorite e-commerce site or, or made to order clothing or measuring rooms for furniture and all, all these different things. Um, And there are a bunch of in-store applications where these, these Microsoft connect cameras got hacked in. Uh, Microsoft just announced that they're discontinuing the connect. And so that's going to go away. And of course the uh, everything that was in that big camera module is now, you know, there's a better version in this little notch on the, On the iPhone, and so I think we're going to start to see a bunch of interesting apps and use cases where they're essentially using an iPhone just for that that sensor array in in a bunch of uh, uh, fixed installations, and uh, which I think could be cool. You know, the bummer at the moment is they're going to be hard to source and they're going to be expensive for a while. Um, And I I sure wish they had them on the back as well because I feel like for for uh, retail uses it would be very handy. To have that sensor array pointing out so that we could use it for some other uses.
0: What do you, what, Brian, what do you think about having a uh, facial recognition technology of the iPhone X pointing out so that we can just scan everybody that walks by you like that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it may be obvious why we picked this clip. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's gonna be a little on the nose with all of them. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah.
1: We're not the only ones talking about some of these things. So we've been talking about body scanning and data for a long time and virtual runways and things like that. I think it. this is a very astute comment about the iPhone having a, a sensor going on the back as well, because it really would be beneficial to retail. And I would love yeah. to see Apple partner up with retailers around this or or, or really or just license the
0: technology to somebody who can, you know, make use of it that won't lock it down and and, you know, uh, have it get hacked by people that, you know, <laughs> yeah, 3D print it. masks. That's okay. you. Anyway, let's, that's you. <laughs> but so if you haven't checked out Jason and Scott, uh, you know, that's not always the vein that they live in, but uh, they're very smart. We like them a lot and uh, we hope you like them too. We want you to check them out. So check out Jason and Scott. And yeah, who's next, Brian? Yeah. So next, let's talk about
1: um, Andrew Yandering. Uh he's a- Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Kind of like e-commerce fuel. He's kind of a e-commerce. you know like a an old timer in podcasting terms. Now, I mean, he, he, e-commerce been around a been, long time. Yeah, he's been around yeah. for a long time. Um, he's done a lot of great content and interviews. He's e-commerce fuel is more than just a podcast. It's a private community of retailers Um
0: and. Uh, Self-described for high six and seven figure, uh, retailers. It's like a private paid forum that you have to apply to, to kind of get into this community. And, uh, it's an open community in, in the sense that everybody who's part of that community can approach each other and speak to each other on, on level ground. It is not an open community in that you, you know, it's, it's reserved for people who are in that sort of echelon of retail, um, but it's, it's a very interesting idea and, and yeah, it, and, and, you know, I've, I think one of the very first e-commerce podcasts that I had ever listened to or retail focused podcasts that I'd ever listened to. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. Uh,
1: they, uh, what I like, what I like about what Andrew's done is he's, he's done a really good job curating content for this specific market. Um, and I think they've done several, uh, Summits and conferences just for their members, which is really cool. Um, yeah. I think, uh, I know, and, and I, I think that a lot of people have looked to Andrew for inspiration in their businesses. So um, if you fall into that category and you're not listening to this podcast, you should be. There's no doubt.
0: For sure. And uh, Andrew comes out of Bozeman, Montana, um, and uh, has actually a really interesting background that, you know, sort of feels very familiar to me and that Andrew, you know, has. Uh, uh, founded and uh, sold uh, many businesses that, you know, actually uh, were, were actual e-commerce businesses and, and pure play e-commerce businesses that uh, are in those sort of niches that uh, I, I think sets him apart in this pack in that he was a, a founder and business owner who found success in digital commerce. Let's take a listen to one of his recent episodes.
3: I had about investing in e-commerce businesses. Was hanging out with some good friends in the e-commerce space this summer, and the topic turned to investing and investing in in e-commerce businesses. And a number of them kind of really urged me to seriously think about trying to put together some kind of fund or systematically invest in in e-commerce businesses. If you look at e-commerce businesses, you know, up until a million dollars in cash flow or EBITDA, having to look at it, a lot of times you're only seeing multiples of three X, which you know. Thirty percent return, even if you account for a salary in there for the owner, you're still looking at returns that are much better than what you can get a lot of times in the other market. Flip side to that is you've got obviously much more risk. It's a more opaque market. It's much smaller. A lot of these different things. But the idea was to look for businesses in that, you know, let's say you know three to five million dollar range, maybe up to $20, $25, thirty million dollars in revenue, and come to them and and. Not private equity in the sense of trying to invest in a company, lever it up, improve it, and flip it within five to six years, but but really with a f- an investment strategy more focused on cash flow, on not permanent equity investment from 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 people, but definitely much a longer term. You know, not five years, more like in the ten to twenty year horizon.
0: Yeah, and uh, and as you can tell, Andrew has a very uh, next level. Uh, you know approach and sort of a, a headiness around, uh, the kinds of uh, guests that he has on and, uh, uh, really enjoy that particular, his take on things, uh, which I think is, is very sort of strategic and, and, uh, and, you know, this particular episode was about building, uh, building a brand on customer lifetime value and wishing that, you know, he had started tracking it sooner and, uh, and, and the guests that he have on are always top notch. So go check it out at e-commerce fuel and, uh, you can get, most of these podcasts, you know, at iTunes or wherever you get podcasts. So, um, actually, I'd like to. So, I, this is a new one for me, and I'm super, uh, I'm super blown away by how much we have in common, uh, with this show. It is a show called Brick and Data. Have you listened to Brick and Data? Jason? Just a little
1: bit. Yeah, it's, I agree. It, they're, these guys are, they're really smart. They're, they're focused on, you know, what's next. And, And uh, I think we've said a couple of the same things, like, "Oh, I feel like our podcast is becoming an Amazon podcast," Um, because because you know they they they're seeing trends that we're seeing, and I and I love that. Um, You know it. Yep. So I I I would definitely recommend them.
0: Uh, They've got quite a resume as well. Um, Oh my uh, gosh, the resume is insane. So these the the two the two podcasters in question here are Todd Harris. And, uh, Jose Chan, Jose Chan, uh, <laughs> may have heard of him. Uh, so he's a fellow at the MIT, uh, Sloan School of Management. Um, he's, you know, an MIT grad, uh, who went on to found the New York Fashion Retail Association. Um, and the N- NYFRA is, uh, is, you know, extremely, uh, influential in, in the New York, uh, retail, uh, market, um, but what an what an incredible resume for him and Todd uh, Todd as well uh, Todd you know coming from uh, uh, Core Security Q1 Labs and Novell um, and has been in the sort of IT and uh, and 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 marketing I, IT marketing sector for many years with a lot of overlap there um, uh, you know, currently at Select and a lot of overlap with uh, retail and uh, Cloud and Predictive Analytics. Uh, yeah, both stuff. of them so, are at Select, um, which is which oh, okay. pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, That's a, a familiar story for you and I as well. And they're very like forward tech focused, which I really appreciate because, it. you know, if you like our show, you're probably going to love this show. And Brian was a little worried about pointing you <laughs> out. They're really
1: good. They're very good. I really enjoy yeah. listening to them. If you're listening yeah. to our show, you probably will too.
0: <laughs> Don't take our word for it though. Uh, let's take a listen to them.
2: A holographic version of a runway show, right? To watch at home using your smartphones. Mm. And that thats actually really did happen. <clears throat> so there's the, this agency in in the UK that um, actually uh, created this. So it's a holographic version of a fashion show. That's pretty cool. That, that's very sci-fi. Very cool. It is. It is.
4: Holographic, um, it seems to be... You know, a little bit more immature than AR at this point, but you know, even at the shop.org, we saw <clears throat> we saw a essentially a holographic assistant that can be customized to you know to re- essentially like a Google Assistant, but with a face, and you can adjust the face, and it's, it's much more visual, and not as capable as Google Assistant, but it's the same idea that could pr- potentially help shoppers in a mall, help them in a store, whatever, whatever. But all these things, and, you know, AR is a, a lot more advanced than that at the moment in terms of accessibility and penetration in the market in general. I mean, AR in general is, is we're saying it's about to explode because it really is about to explode if it hasn't already. And uh, they're forecasting, there's a firm called DigiCapital, and they're forecasting 900 million AR-enabled smartphones by the end of 2018. So a year from, about a year from now, it will be 900 million. So we're not that far off from 900 million.
0: Right. 900 million, uh, smartphones with, uh, AR capabilities, what, what they're talking about there. So, uh, wow. I mean, maybe we should, uh, maybe we should just, uh, can we do like a hostile takeover of their show? Is that a possibility? <laughs> <do you think? laughs> we shouldn't, well, or maybe just the takeover. How about a friendly takeover? We should, friendly takeover. Uh,
1: we should do a little cross podcast. That'd be fun. Just like we do today. yeah, that'd be really fun.
0: That would be really nice. Uh, guys, if you're listening, uh, uh, give us a call. Yeah, uh, but, uh, Really dig them. Also, also, on just really quickly on the subject of
1: AR, I don't know if anyone <laughs> saw this, but Niantic, it, who did Pokemon Go, uh, they yeah. are going to release a Harry Potter uh, uh, AR location-based game, which uh, I'm not going to lie, I'm super excited about.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm way more excited about that. Uh, that sounds awesome. Actually, and, and plus, because some of that actually exists in the real world, Some of those locations. I mean, I wonder if there's like some special things you could get if you go, you know, to uh, if you go to London and you kind of tool around in London, that might be kind of cool. Yeah,
1: totally. Also,
0: Uh, like, I wonder
1: if they'll partner up with uh, the the Harry Potter World on some stuff as well.
0: Oh yeah, some of the like theme park destinations. Uh, Yeah, that that that's really really neat. Um, Okay, let's keep moving.
1: Next, we've got the retail focus podcast with Layton and Trent Kling. These guys are smart guys. It's pretty fun listening on them. Yeah. Do you want to roll the clip?
0: Yeah, sure, sure.
2: Hurricanes, at least for CVS, caused 925 stores to be closed for different periods of time. When you look at where the CVS locations are situated in the United States, I think CVS potentially took a larger hit from the Hurricanes than many other retail businesses, other than maybe regional retail businesses, businesses like Publix and HEB in the grocery sector. And in fact, 11 stores are still closed after Impact's From the hurricane, CVS has a very large footprint in Florida. They also have a large footprint in Texas. So we're seeing that CVS obviously impacts from the hurricanes even still.
0: And, uh, and Retail Focus actually touch on it a little bit right there, which is they have a, another sort of sister podcast that, that touches on the retail, grocery, and food restaurant industry sector. And so they get really, really deep actually on just about every episode about specific brands, their performance in, in the market, the product selections that are working for them, uh, and their sort of strategy. They also do earnings call reports. Uh, so if you're very interested in uh, the deep, 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 uh, sort of inside baseball of uh, specific retail brands, this might be right up your alley. Yeah, definitely. Uh I think
1: what's interesting is uh, and one of the reasons why they focus on that maybe because they're they have an um orchard, uh which is like a, it's a retail, it's actually a retail business um that they I think it looks like their family runs, which is pretty interesting to me. Um and and Trent also does other um other media stuff for his local they're in Kansas um, like local sports stuff and
0: it's just he's a he's a fun voice so very cool so check them out they're banging on a, a lot of different cylinders and uh, definitely have some of that deep knowledge and, and it's it's probably uh, if you are in brick and mortar retail uh, this might be an extremely interesting podcast for you Future Commerce is brought to you by Dotmailer. Dotmailer is used by thousands of marketers around the world. It has quick and easy campaign creation with a world class intuitive interface. The Dotmailer team is always on hand from email creation, creative and delivery, to dedicated consultancy helping you build your own success story. DotMailer is built to play well with others. You can build your own marketing cloud by extending .Mailer or integrating it with your existing e-commerce and business platforms. Become a smarter, faster, better marketer and create sophisticated and measurable campaigns with .Mailer. Go to dotmailercom slash futurecommerce to start your free trial today and be sure to use the offer code futurecommerce for 20% off DotMailer packages. Thanks again to .Mailer for supporting future commerce. All right, here's another one. Yeah, Total Retail Talks. Yeah. Have you, so I hadn't actually even heard of this one and that might, I'm was i poorer for it. Of all of the ones on this list, uh, I was actually really impressed uh, because, uh, you know, uh, well, there's actually a couple on the list, but Melissa Campanelli, uh, who uh, is, you know, part of this podcast, uh, she seems to speak a lot uh, on behalf of like women in retail, uh, women in leadership, uh, and, and does a lot uh, of sort of work in that space. And yeah, so I, it's interesting that I hadn't come across her name before because that's a topic that's extremely interesting to me.
1: Yeah, Total Retail also is not just a podcast. There are all kinds of content, video, a blog. They've got reports and all kinds of things. So highly recommend you check out Total Retail. The podcast is quite good. You want to roll a clip? Sure. Less than one third of our respondents said they plan to increase spending on uh, payments and EMV technology in the next 12 months. It was, again, a little surprising to me considering, um, you know, the well-publicized data breaches that have been in, uh, in the news um, and a, a lot have taken place uh, at the point of sale, in-store, in POS terminals. So uh, EMV technology um, as a solution to help address and to combat that uh, data theft. So that was a little bit um, surprising, and, and especially considering online without consumer trust, um, and a consumer being, you know, able to input their credit card information um, and not have to worry about it being stolen. Um, so without that, you know, you're really, uh, you know, it would seem to be sunk as an online retailer if you don't have the the trust of consumers.
0: And and uh, speaking there actually uh, was, uh, there's so this is from episode 117, uh, and uh, it was talking about how they were actually analyzing how retailers uh, were, allocating tech expenditures uh, and sort of looking back at the year. Um, And so speaking, there was Joe Keenan, who's one of the editors of Total Retail. Uh, And I was uh, also taken by surprise because I had written out on a blog earlier this week that one of the predictions I got wrong uh, this year was that I felt like retailers would put more money and more budget into not just EMV, Uh, compliance, which is certainly, certainly a big thing this year, uh, especially if you're running brick and mortar. Um, So the EMV changeover to the, you know, the, the, the pinless chip in the United States here, that, that was a big deal. But I also felt like consumers were going to be pushing retailers more into uh, flexibility of payment options like Apple Pay uh, and, and uh, uh, Amazon Pay. And and seeing more of those branded uh, uh, flexible payment options. And so I, I felt like there was some synergy in the headspace that I live in, in the consulting realm, uh, from what they were talking about in this particular podcast. That's why I chose the clip. Good clip. Yeah. Uh, very, very good. And it's, it's uh, one you should check out. And I'm poorer for uh, not having known about it earlier. Uh, certainly one I'm going to be subscribing to. So the next uh, podcast that we are checking out is actually one that only showed up on my radar, you know, admittedly last week. Um, I didn't even know that the NRF had their own podcast. Uh, yeah, I did. I like, listened
1: to a couple episodes like right ah, after I it see. started. Um, it was, uh, it wasn't that long ago. It's, it's not been around. I feel like
0: it's been, yeah, it's, it's a, uh, come on you guys. You're like encroaching on our, our thing here. <laughs> no, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. So the NRF, uh, Bill Thorne, um, and, uh, and who else is on? I feel like someone else is on the show, uh, jessica yes, i don't i'm,
1: I'm spacing on her last name but yes jessica as his co-host
0: <laughs> yeah that's terrible yeah. we should know that um what what's really interesting about this particular show and sort of as like a sub note is that they have a lot of really great interviews um just kind of scrolling back a little bit you know a bunch of interesting brands like macy's and and uh and uh, lane bryant but also i'm super impressed with uh all birds, jo- Joey Zwillinger, who uh, we tried to get on our show and didn't even answer the LinkedIn request. So, Joey, come on, man. Um, but admittedly, we're not NRF, so that's okay. Um, but I'm a big fan of that brand. Jessica Hibbard. Um, and also, Hibbard. Yeah.
1: Jessica Hibbard.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Thank you. Oh, thank God. Okay, <laughs> Sorry, Jessica. We're the worst. Um, and Scott Galloway, who is, you know, ubiquitous and uh, Scott's voice L2. can be seen just about everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm, if you're not subscribed to L2, it's really interesting. Kind of love their their approach. But this particular episode clip that we're going to play is uh, Karen Katz, the CEO of Neiman Marcus. And she talks a little bit about how they found uh, some really great uh, uh, technology adoption in the magic mirror, as we talked about uh, back on, uh, I don't know, episode eight or so. Hey, yeah, oh
1: no, uh, when we... uh, Maybe 10. I
0: think. Yeah, we did we did an interview uh with uh Scott uh, the Neiman Marcus. Emmons, yeah. the Neiman Marcus Innovation Lab Director, and uh they talked he talked specifically about why they did the magic mirror, how they uh, you know, came around to actually implementing the magic mirror and making it part of their uh technology strategy. But Karen uh goes a little deeper uh in this interview about how that particular approach uh led them to other Uh, investment in technology. Let's take a look.
5: When you uh, have your makeup done by a makeup artist in one of our stores, which is free of charge, so it's a great experience. It's a great, you know, way to have a luxurious moment at Neiman Marcus. We can record the makeup artist doing your makeup and we send the video to your phone so that the next day, that night, three days later, you have a video of exactly how that makeup was applied. It has been a huge hit with our customers because she feels like one of the hardest things for women is they get their makeup done for a special event and then they have no idea, you know, what went on because they were busy chatting. Now they have a video of it and it's been just a huge success with our customers. So one technology led us to another and uh, it's been a big success.
0: Yeah. Then one technology leading to another is, is really how you build successful businesses and brands. And it's nice to see Neiman Marcus making that shift. And if you wanted to hear the entirety of that interview, you could do that uh, over at nrf.com and uh, they have a podcast where they interview lots of people just like Karen.
1: Yeah, it was a really interesting interview, no doubt. Uh, I I and they do a lot of uh, interesting interviews very similar to that. Um so if you enjoy hearing, you know, sort of in retail insiders talk about retail, that's that's definitely a good one to talk about to uh, listen to. Yeah,
0: and, and the last few episodes alone kind of, you know, covers the gamut. You've got the Jerry O'Brien, the director of Kohl's Center for Retailing Excellence and and you have uh uh and then supply chain management from Rick uh Schart, who's uh supply chain and uh, e-commerce SVP at Steinmart. So, lots of really great um brands and lots of great names uh so you'll hear a lot of industry insider voices and I wouldn't expect anything uh, less from the National Retail Federation. So no doubt. Uh, go check it out. Okay. So last, but certainly not least, I'm, I'm kicking it over to you so subtly. E-commerce okay. master
1: plan. Uh, actually, it's not even last, but it's the last clip we're going to yeah. play. This is Chloe Thomas. She's really fun to listen to. She's, she's doing a lot of cool stuff with her brands uh, beyond podcasting. I would definitely recommend having a look at her she's got some interesting products and services that you can check out. And why don't you roll the clip on her and you can kind of get a flavor for what she sounds like. Okay, sure. Here we go.
6: Once you've worked out what that journey is, they then went into step four, which was to pick one of those segments, one of those customer groups they identified, and then to start testing alternative uh, implementations of the homepage. So in term alternative designs, in turn alternative layouts in, alternative call to actions, places that the homepage led to for that particular segment based on what their journey was like. And doing the same thing to other landing pages, then A-B split testing those new versions. Got to love that. And then building that through the rest of the journey through the website. And they were doing this with the biggest segment, the segment that was worth the most to them. So that's a, a, a really simple four-step process to starting to understand at a really simple level, but highly effective level, how your customers are choosing to buy buy from you, why they're buying from you, and then to tweak your website to make that a reality. Or not to make that a reality, but rather to to put in place things which will accelerate their path along that journey and help them along that journey, thus making it considerably more likely they're going to buy from you.
0: And what's what's really interesting there is uh you know in an otherwise very interview heavy podcast uh you get some of her takes uh takeaways when she visits conferences you get her takeaways and reviews um sort of blow by blow of every single session that she sat in and what i love about that is she she very succinctly recaps uh some of the great uh you know, advice that she's hearing and she's relaying it to her audience. And that's something that not a lot of these uh, podcasts or even blogs are doing. There she was talking about an adult brand, uh, you know, listener beware, but she's talking about how uh, they just applied normal uh, uh, customer uh, uh, insights and feedback um, and actually customer surveys and, l- and learning the customer journey and how they make product purchase decisions and found out that uh, for their particular types of products, that it's it's a much more considered product purchase uh, than than you might think, and how a little bit of data science and some uh, some creative uh, creative application of best commerce uh, best e commerce practices uh, go a long way in uh, in actually streamlining and honing, honing the customer experience. So I really love her take on that, and uh, it's a definitely a new one on my list uh, and one you should check out. Gotta love the accent too; it's always fun. Got it. Oh, it's it's great. I love it. Uh, and you know what? Not enough of the Brit representation. I mean, I'm sure that we should uh, we should be seeing a lot more. And uh, maybe we're just not clued in. So if you know of a few of those uh, podcasts or YouTube channels that we should be checking out, make sure you tell us. Not just Brit, but international podcasts around
1: sure. or, or content around e-commerce. Uh, yeah, be sure to pass it our way and post it on the yeah. discuss comment box on the site, or you know, hit us up on Twitter or wherever.
0: Yeah, for sure. So we have a couple that we want to mention, uh, that uh, certainly aren't honorable mention, uh, but we don't have any clips to play for you. Uh, and so uh, you know, one who should probably not need an introduction is Andrea Wasserman, mm-hmm. Andrea Wasserman uh, from Captain Customer. And this is a blog that I have had queued up in, in my RSS reader for quite a long time. Um, and uh, she is just just brilliant it's not that old. It's, it's been about a year since she started, but it is. Oh, is it that, is that all? I feel like it's been much longer than that.
1: I know she feels ubiquitous. She's, she's done some really, really cool stuff. Uh, or she's, she's covered a lot of really cool stuff. She talks at, at NRF at events. She's, you know, she's been around. She's.
0: Oh, is that what it is? I I've probably heard her speak in the past, uh, quite a bit. She started a
1: retail brand called, um, box the party. Um, she's got a lot of really cool stuff going on. I, um, highly recommend listening to her. She's she's worked at some some very prestigious brands. Um, we just talked about Lord and Taylor on a recent episode. Although maybe that episode will air after this one. Uh, she was oh, no, no. she was the SVP and general manager for e-commerce there. Um, for Hudson's Bay and Lord and Taylor, uh, she was the mm-hmm. SVP and head of direct to consumer, uh, which is you know both stores and e-commerce. Um for Nine West. A small brand you may have heard of. You know, she was the director of GM for Nordstrom for seven years. I mean, <laughs> she knows her stuff. So you should be yeah. you know, reading her blog and subscribing yeah, to her. Yeah, killer blog. Yeah, So
0: definitely. Killer, it. killer blog. Definitely something you should check out. I feel like I've been hearing from her very consistently for you know six, seven years. She just did, if you have been listening to Jason and Scott for some time, uh, she just did an episode with Jason and Scott not so long ago. Um, and so yeah, lots, lots there to check out. She's really great. And all the content there on Captain Customer is just fantastic. Okay, I'll let you have the last go.
1: Brandon Mosqua, e-commerce All Stars. Brandon's been around for a long time. He's Canadian. He's actually not that far from me. <laughs> so they're a little bit international. <laughs> He's helped a lot of entrepreneurs get started online. His podcast content really reflects that. So he he does a lot of interviews. Uh, I definitely recommend checking out his podcast as
0: well. Yeah, I love that the LinkedIn banner actually says it uh, all. It's uh, considered one of the industry's brightest minds. Damn, yeah, uh, super smart guy. You should check out e-commerce all stars. I don't know why I don't have a clip. I feel like I should have a clip. We really should have a clip. It's <laughs> you, just go listen to it. You don't even need a clip. There you go. Yeah. In fact, you know what? He wasn't on my radar, but I remember when we did our live podcast at IRCE, eCommerce All Stars actually bookended the session Correct. and recorded just after us. I remember standing around listening just a little bit, brilliant guy. And uh, I, I believe if you wanted to check that out, you could find that also at IRCE's website for the podcast booth that was sponsored by Magento. But yeah, check out commerce All Stars. And I'm sure there are more. There are a lot more. We mentioned a couple just in passing. L2, Scott Galloway is a wonderful blog and sort of a resource for the retail industry analysts sector. By the way, just as a as a plug, If anyone out there would uh, like to be part of our show uh, and you have your own uh, content in the space and uh, you would like to join us to help us bring uh, new and better content, we'd love to get to know you. So please connect with us on LinkedIn, Philip Jackson and Brian Lang. And uh, we're always happy to accept those LinkedIn connections because uh, we want to help bring great engaging content to our listeners.
1: Yeah, that's good. I think that's a wrap. That's quite
0: a sampling of... Content man, Definitely. I'm gonna have to have a stretch and maybe a lie down and and foam roll a little bit. And, <laughs> <laughs> whew, that was uh, that was a lot. That was good to get through. But uh, appreciate you joining us, and we want your feedback on today's episode. As we keep telling you, so hit us up on FutureCommerce.fm. Subscribe to FC Insider so you never miss an episode, and uh, you get that insider uh, and and exclusive content uh, that will be coming to you once a week. And uh, also subscribe. Uh, subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on Google Play and you can listen from any Amazon Echo device with the phrase Alexa Play Future Commerce Podcast. But until next time, Retail tech's moving fast. Future Commerce is moving faster. There it is. Later.